Hi guys, good afternoon. Wow, so welcome to another episode of The Bold You. So today, um, I'm going to be talking about love and forgiveness. So this is like a part two from the last episode. So, um, you know, I remember that um, I think around sometime around last year, the Holy Spirit was just talking to me and, you know, we were just having this conversation and he said to me, um, I was, I was, I mean, I was walking on the road and he said to me, um, to look at somebody and he asked me, what do I see? You know, and I was giving him answers and all that. And he said something, he said that it's so easy for us to look at people and, you know, judge them based on what you can see physically you know you look at somebody and oh probably they said oh he stole something something and somewhere and you just you know you analyze and say oh he's a thief he's this person is a prostitute this person is and yes you know that that was what the person did the person stole but that's not who the person is the person is not is not a thief you know and um, this is not to say, oh, what the person did is right, but, um, you know, he was just trying to tell me not to discern any man in the flesh. You know, we have to learn to look deeper. And that's, that's how to really love. That's how to really love people. That's how to love people. You know, even when they are not, they are not doing what you want them or what you think they should be doing at that point in time. Um, or they are not acting the way they should act. Uh, you know, you should still love them, re- irrespective of how they are acting. And so, I mean, I was um, listening to, <laughs> I was listening to the Bible, and yes, uh, because sometimes I, I actually play, I play, I play the Bible on my phone, and I just listen to it, and you know. I was I, I played the book of Acts and as I was listening it got to Acts chapter 7 and it was talking about the story of Stephen and you know Bible records that he was a man full of the Holy Spirit and you know because of his love for God and the fact that he was doing God's purpose you know evangelizing the gospel of Jesus Christ he was attacked and he was stoned to death now what got me was the part where the Bible said that, you know, in verse, verse 60 of Acts 7, you can go open your Bible and read. It said, and falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. I was like, wow. You know, this month we've been in church, you know, we've been talking about love and all that. And it was, I think that that's majorly the reason why this stood out for me because I've been, you know, I've been talking to God anytime I get, I've been talking and saying, God, please help me to love people. I, you know, I'm trying to walk consciously on love. Do you get? So, I mean, reading that part or listening to that part, like he cried and said, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. I'm like, wow. 
yo, this guy is being stoned to death. I mean, he, he was seeing heaven already. Do you get? He was seeing heaven already, and yet he could still pray for these people. These people are hurting you. They are killing you. And then you still have the opportunity. You still have the nerve. You still have that love in your heart to pray for them. And he just reminded me of what Jesus did. The exact same thing. Jesus on the cross, dying for us, sacrificing everything for us because he loves us so much. And, you know, Jesus was still saying, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And, you know, (laughs) Jesus knew that even with all this dying and all this sacrifice, people will still talk about him negatively. People will still say trash about him. People, I mean, look at what they did to him. This was a man that healed the sick, raised the dead, performed miracles, fed people, and they still crucified him. They still crucified him. He went through so much pain and shame and yet he was forgiven he was loving towards us i mean even as christians you say you know when when we accepted the life of christ and you know i'm saved glory to god you know we still go back and do stuff that he doesn't like we still misbehave we still do we still do things that we know that ah god is not happy about this and yet he still loves us i mean he, that dying on the cross was for all our sins the ones we've committed and the ones we have not it was for all so have you like have you ever thought about it like he had empathy and you know so many of us were like yo i, I mean somebody hurts us somebody does things to us and we can't forgive them. We can't let go of the hurts and the pain. You know, we hold on to it. We hold on to it so badly. And the truth is that we are the ones that are being affected by that pain that you're holding on to. You're holding on to that person that hurts you, that said, that said those negative words about you. And you're holding on to it so hard. You will not be able to move forward. If God held on to our sins, the way we hold on to to people's sins, ah, I don't know where we'll be. Like, I really do not know where where we would be. Imagine, you know, imagine when, I I remember Peter, when he was asking God in... um, Matthew chapter 18. Let me let me just read that. Matthew 18 and verses 21 to 35. Where he was asking God, Oh, how many times should I forgive my brother, forgive someone who sins against him? And, and Jesus told him 70 times 7. 70 times 7 times. 
That's how much you should forgive people. That is how much we should forgive people. And, you know, Jesus went ahead to say to say the story of the, the unforgiving servants. You know, there's this guy, you, are for, you were forgiven of your debts, all your debts. He could have been sold into slavery. His family could have been sold into slavery. His children would have been sold into slavery. But the king looked at him because he was begging for mercy. And he said, oh, dear king, have mercy on me. And the king said, okay, I forgive you of all your debts. You can go scot-free. Like, you can go. You don't have to, you don't have to pay anything to you don't have to it's not like he's saying that oh you have to pay an instrumental or pay every month for six months do you understand so this king told him to go you are debt free and then this guy went out met another person that was owing him beat him up arrested him put him in prison this same person who was forgiven like this story showed the state of his heart and it goes for a lot of us too people do stuff to us and we don't we we cannot even have mercy on them we cannot forgive them we hold on we hold on to what they have done and be like i lie lie never I'm, i'm never going to let this slide like you have to this you have to that do you understand and we forget that God did the same thing for us. Jesus did the same thing for you and I. He he forgave us all our sins, all our debts. He took it away. He gave us a new new life to live in him and be free, to love. And yet we go out there and we see other people and we judge them and we, we look down on them it's it's really it's something that we really really need to work on on our love walk and i i will i would just like us to you know like remember first corinthians first corinthians 13 4 verse 8 he was talking about love he was talking about love he was teaching us about love love is kind love is love is patient love suffers long it keeps no record of wrong of wrongdoing. So what is what is love? How is your love work like? I'm asking you. Like when you when you do stuff for people, do you do it because you want them to give you something back in return or because that person is being nice to you? So you decide to be nice to the person? Or would you be kind to that person, regardless of how the person treats you? I mean, there's a balance to it. You know, not that, not that when people are treating you um, in a bad way or something, especially if you're probably you're in a relationship and somebody is treating you in a bad way and then you still stay in that relationship. No. No. That's a different case entirely. But like someone, someone like probably at work or your sibling and, you know, they, they are acting out in a particular way. How do you respond? How do you react? 
I mean, I am learning a lot about this. I'm learning a lot about this. And it's, it's just, you know, so I guess that was why when, when, when I heard that Stephen prayed for these people, it was, it was really something I was like, oh my God, they are stoning me. And I'm saying, God, forgive. There must be, like, that means he was not even looking. Because at that point, let me be sincere with you. I'll be looking at you like this. I'll be like, ah, this person is a murderer. <laughs> yeah, you're a murderer. But he was able to look beyond what they were doing because he knew that they didn't even know, they didn't even understand what they were doing. So instead of him judging them by what they, they were doing at that point in time, he looked at them and he prayed for them. So those people that have hurt you in the past, that are hurting you currently, are you praying for them? Are you praying for them? Are you praying that their eyes of understanding might be opened? Are you even praying that, you know, because people who are hurt, they hurt other people. So that person that is lashing out to you, that is doing all those things, might actually be hurting. Are you, are you, have you ever prayed for their hearts? Their hearts in heart. Have you ever done that? I think we should do that because it, it is an act of love when you even pray for people. It is an act of love. You know, with the way the country is, you look and people say, ah, I can't pray for Nigeria again, or I can't this one, I can't that. I mean, you should be able to pray for Nigeria, even with everything that we see. You should be able to pray for Nigeria. You should be able to speak positively, speak God's word over this country, over this nation. So I just want to implore us today that we should walk on our love walk. And we should also know that, you know, Loving someone doesn't mean that you cannot tell them the truth, even when the truth isn't so pleasant to the ears. I mean, God chastises us as well. And the Bible says that he does that because he loves us. I remember this Yoruba that says that, So sometimes, you know, love is not all all rosy and, you know, sweet and, and, and sweet and kind words or something. Sometimes love can, can seem harsh. You've done something wrong and somebody talks to you, you know, and they tell you the truth straight to your face. You should know that that person still loves you. You should know that you still love that person, even though you know that, oh, I have to tell this person this thing because I love you. I'm telling you the truth because I love you. I mean, another person could have done this and just look and, and just like, well, that's your business. If you like, live your life anyhow. But because you love that person, you won't, you won't say, I won't live your life anyhow. You still look for a way to lovingly tell the person the truth. So love can still be a chastisement. You can still talk to the person in love. So I, I hope that, you know, we are able to go back and really think on these things and work on our love love life let me use that word let's work on our love life and i'll end this podcast today with 
1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8. Love is kind. Love is patient. It doesn't envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. I want you to remember this. Love never fails. So ask yourself, are you walking in love? Are you being forgiven of that other person, that person beside you? Love never fails.